1: It's Macy's Labor Day sale, so gear up as summer cools down with 30% off timeless looks from Levi's and specials like 30 to 50% off statement-making shoes for her and 60% off luggage from Samsonite & More. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and get an extra 20% off more great deals. Plus, Star Rewards members can earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money Bonus Days going on now. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.
2: You're
0: listening to the West
2: Way Podcast with Dave and X. Oi, right. oi! Hello and welcome to the West Way Podcast with myself, Dave Walker, an ex employee. Tonight, the first section of the show will be dedicated to the incredible performance of England in the Euros, What a tournament it's been so far, and with a semi final to look forward to, it begs the question is football finally coming home? X will be giving us his weekly news update on West Ham, then it's on to questions from patrons of the West Ham Way. That's all coming up on tonight's show. X, we've both got a semi to talk about. (laughs) Unless you want to concentrate on football.
0: You. <laughs> talk about both, mate. It's been a long time since I've been happy with either. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I t- I'll talk about both if you want. Uh, to, be fair, to be fair, yeah, like, it was a good go. What do you want to ask me?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, look, as you know, I'm not a big fan of international football, but after the game against Germany in the week, I have seriously got the buzz for this well, tournament. I was going to say, I mean, I it, incredible.
0: I thought, was, I thought it was funny on Facebook having stated many a times on this podcast that you don't yeah. like. International football. I saw a picture of your two daughters in yes. white in uh, England flag face paint yeah. and all sorts of yeah. stuff. Wow, you, your family's changed its tune.
2: Yeah, massively. <laughs> yeah, because the thing is, i, I You know, it shouldn't surprise me because I've experienced it before in major tournaments, but there does reach a point. I mean, obviously, a a lot of people, maybe even most people in this country from the first group stage game are into it massively. Mm. And then there are people like me that that take a little bit of time, especially as this has been a bit of a slow starter. But, mate, honestly, it just... I think when the whole country are focused on something and we all share the same adrenaline and excitement and nerves, you can't help but get gripped by it. And there are people out there that are buzzing off of this tournament. That don't even like football. They're not oh, even into.
0: 100 percent, mate. I mean, if you, I look at sort of people again to use Facebook that I'm friends with on there. I didn't even know liked football, and you know, and they're yeah. posting things about it and stuff. It does seem to bring everyone out of the the woodwork, so to speak. And like you said, get behind the common cause. And I think with the whole situation with COVID and the crap that everyone's been through, of course, it's not just England. It's every other nation, but the fact is if we are to be rooted to this country again in the summer although things are looking better on that front I need to talk to you about that off air but uh, um, on, in terms of being rooted to this country if we've won the Euros it'll be a, like it will just feel really really good really amazing atmosphere and what I was thinking about as well is that obviously the World Cups next year so if we can get the momentum of winning the Euros this year mm. a year in a year's time you know we've like you know not much changed because all the players are young so none of those players in the squad now are going to be too old in a year's time. If we mm-hmm. could win the Euros this year, you got a, a real good chance going into the World Cup next year as well.
2: Definitely, yeah. Well, I think it's like the German philosophy now, and it is sort of bed in young and then stick with them so that they get to grow together on the international stage and, and become a solid team for years to come and I think that's everything that Gareth always tried to achieve but last night was incredible wasn't it X?
0: Oh yeah I mean it was such a good performance I mean it was just so complete I mean to get the goal first goal as early as they did and then just to keep building on it I mean Ukraine didn't have a chance did they they were completely obliterated and yeah. you know I, I know we're probably going to come to it but I'm going to jump in first I just thought Declan was sensational I thought did everything he needed Needed to do for that role. The fact of the matter is, we've played five games this tournament. Now we've not conceded a goal, and yes, the keeper's been great, the centre back's been great, the fullback's been great, but also the can protecting that that defence has been superb. And what the the fan that doesn't support West Ham don't understand is they're saying what well, he doesn't break with the ball, he doesn't push forward. I can tell you categorically now he's been instructed to do that. I know he's been instructed to do that, um, and so he's doing what he's been told to do, and he's doing it very well. And it's no coincidence that of all the players that were on a yellow card when the game was pretty much done and dusted, it was Declan that he took off first because he knows that he's the most important one out of them all.
2: Yeah, I think that's a really important point. Really important point. Did you know that we're the first team in Euro history to start the tournament with five clean sheets in a row?
0: No, I didn't, mate,
2: no. Um, it's been incredible to get to a semi-final not conceding a fucking goal I mean defensively we've been outstanding and like you say the man that sits and protects that defence is of course Declan mm. he's had an outstanding tournament mate hasn't he not, mm. not just the last game or so he's been brilliant across the board. do you
0: think oh he has know? yeah and I think his partnership with Phillips it's funny because I've spent a lot of the year sort of going against Leeds fans saying that Declan's better than Phillips and they've all said that Phillips is better than Declan I even had quite a, a public thing with Stephen Warnock you remember the old Liverpool and Leeds oh, defender yeah. over it yeah over Instagram. Um, And anyway, I I think... I'm going to like, I think it's almost like it was a, like we're going to call the war void because I was right. Declan is amazing, but Phillips has been bloody good as well. Yeah, I yes. think they've both been superb. I mean, what I like about the England team is you go through it and every player has put in a shift and every player is actually likable. Now, I know we all give Harry Kane a load of stick because he's Tottenham. And obviously, when he's playing for Tottenham, you dislike him. And yes, like when he's playing for Tottenham, the fact he dives all the time and he's not likable for Tottenham. But when he plays for England, I'm able to almost forget that and just take him on face value. And I think he's a great captain and obviously a world class forward. And then you have got people like Raheem Sterling. I love his story. How he's like always, you know, mm-hmm. assassinated in the press. In the press, and then look at the story that he's he's producing at the moment. You know, the, the the Luke Shaw. You know, the injury he had. He was he was my man of the match. Uh, yesterday, And, you know, there's just so many Pickford never particularly rated him before this tournament, but I think he's, he's been superb as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's loads of real, real positive stories coming out of it. And obviously the main one is Southgate uh, and it would just be so fitting you know Euro 96 and you know what obviously happened there and then for him to come back was it 25 years later and um and lift the trophy um in England again having beaten Germany it's just like one of those sort of fairy tale stories that football can mm. produce
2: Mm, some might say it's written in the stars. You think? You know, so? Don't want to get ahead of ourselves. But no, I mean, don't it
0: get me It does. I mean, I think the semi-final, obviously, Denmark. Denmark are a hard team to judge because, like, they didn't seem to be particularly good. But then, obviously, they've all rallied together since the Ericsson thing and really seem to be have that team spirit. And obviously, nineteen ninety-two, they did it. You know, there's always an outsider that has a shock. Then you got the Italy-Spain in the other semi-final. I think Italy have been the best team in the tournament? I think it's probably fair to say. So I think Italy will win that. And then an the England Italy final, which my blood is loving because that co- covers all bases. It's there. But um I um I obviously be a big I obviously want England to win um massively. There's no question about it for me. Obviously, when England go out, Italy become my adopted nation. But when it's England via Italy, there's no question, it's England for me. Um but I think for the England-Italy final, and we can win that. Uh let's just be magical, mate. Magical. Mm, I no, was I, I was really tempted to buy a ticket. I got offered one for two grand and I'm just yeah, and I'm umming and with her. Whether two grand, so it would be four grand in total, obviously. I'll take whoever I take with me. me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I take, it take you. And I'm just thinking, is... is it, that's very kind of you, mate. I don't know. Is four... You ain't got to spend that much on me, mate, honestly. Is, it's a lot of is, money. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Is four grand too much? I can't work <laughs> it out because like with four grand, I could probably buy... I'm guessing at least a couple of box seats at West Ham, two or three, four or five, maybe. I don't know how much it mm. costs now. I'm trying to think it's that too much money to play for the final. And I'm, I think I might have be, been a bit late because I've sort of differed. And I think uh, I probably missed my opportunity now, but yeah. Well, I want to go back to
2: Declan Rice briefly, yeah. because if you're looking at the game last night, his passing accuracy was at 90%. He had 50 touches in total, four interceptions, three clearances, one foul and one shot on target. I mean, he really is world class. And the frightening thing is, he's 22 yeah, no. and he hasn't even reached his peak. We haven't seen the best of him. Well, I mean, what, what a player. That's
0: exactly what. Uh, I was going to give away so who I speak to. Is, I talked to someone very close to Declan. I, we were t- we were texting last night, and I was just saying like you you know he's that's the unbelievable thing. What you just said there, he's twenty two. He's only going to get better. And 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 the thing is as well, he's just such a mature and down to earth lad. But like, even though he's obviously getting all this attention and he's part of almost creating history at the moment, you, you wouldn't know that from the interactions and stuff that I've had and other people have had and stuff. And he's just He's just loving life And just going with the ride And, you know, 22 You know, give it another five years till he's at his peak You know, how, how, how good is he going to be Five, six years' time um, mm. And... And the thing is, what was so good about his performance was that he was so assured. But it was on a on the on a booking, you know. And as a twenty-two-year-old on a booking, yeah. which would have potentially yeah. ruled him out of the semis if he if he'd got one, you know, he was just so mature in what he did and how he went about it. And I just think he's a special player, um, a real special player, and. Yeah, and he's just uh, he's just proud that he plays for West Ham. And I, I saw it, like I go back to Phillips. I saw, I don't know if you saw it, I tweeted it. I saw a Leeds fan and it had a picture of Bobby Moore and um, Jack Charlton together. And it said something like, when England want to do well, the backbone has to be West Ham and Leeds. And then it was a picture of Charlton nice. and Moore because obviously Jack Charlton was the centre-back alongside Bobby Moore and was a Leeds academy mm. player at Leeds as far as I know, all of his career. And then you've got Calvin Phillips and Declan Rice doing it in um in midfield now. So it's a nice little touch that. Um so yeah, I mm. just yeah, very, very proud. Proud to be English at the moment. And, you know, I think I think it's just real fun to watch them. Like I'm not, I say, like you know, people say Southgate's quite negative, but I think I think I like the tactical side of it. You know, he's changed the team like every game pretty much, and he's he's not gone for the sort of the players that everyone's saying must play, like Greenish. The people going on the back, he must play. You know, people said Foden must play before Sancho played yesterday. They were saying he had to start, and he doesn't buckle to public pressure, and he and I think. he Judges it really well per game Now there is the argument that have we played a true true quality team yet yeah. um, and obviously until we did that in the last World Cup then we lost but have we I mean we haven't necessarily but we played Croatia they were the runners up in the World Cup last time yes they're sort of ageing on their way out but they were Czech Republic you know decent team got to the quarters um, obviously Scotland's always a bit you never know Germany yes they've struggled a bit this this tournament but um, it's, it's really we obliterated Ukraine so I'm confident we'll beat Denmark but obviously the real challenge is going to be either Italy or Spain and I suspect it'll be Italy um, which will be really, really interesting I take it you'd rather play Spain Oh yeah, much rather play Spain I mean, given the fact, like I said I always want Italy as my second team because obviously I'm It doesn't compare to England. I want Spain to not. Italy out in the semis now. You know, it's annoying in a way that it's not the other way around. So I wish the England game went first because then I'd know if England were in or out. And obviously, if England are in the final, I'd rather it was Spain. And if England are out, I'd rather it was Italy. But unfortunately, it's the other way around. But given the fact that I think England will get into the final, then, yeah, I want Spain to go through. Because I think, you know, they only went through on penalties. Uh, Was it Switzerland? Yeah, against Switzerland in the last round. Um, And they they haven't looked overly impressive. They won 5-3 against... Is it Croatia? Was it? Yeah, I think so. So, mm. so they, they, you know, they almost lost that one. They almost lost to Switzerland. So they haven't exactly battered their way through. And when I look at their squad, you know, yes, there's some obviously world class players in there, but they've got the likes of, you know, Morata as their striker who flopped at Chelsea and stuff. I just, I would fear Italy more. I think Italy have played really well this tournament. So mm. yeah, definitely Spain. I'd rather.
2: Mm. I mean before Ukraine it was Germany like we say and what a night that was by the way and do you know what I think that could be our defining moment in this tournament Mm -mm. because you know and the last um, tournament that we had I think it was the last one where we got to the semi-finals there was so much jubilation um, and as you know I almost thought it was a bit fraudulent really, because you've kind of alluded to it yourself there. We didn't really have any competition up until we played Belgium twice and lost twice. So I, I actually thought, and it's a weird thing to say, and I understand how it sounds, but I thought it was almost a bit of an underachievement in that tournament, despite getting to the semi-finals. Mm. Cause if you look at the games we played and the games, we won it was fucking such a piss easy route to that semi. Yeah. And then when it, when it actually mattered, we, um, we lost the game, but, This tournament's different for me because we beat Germany. Now, yes, you can argue it's not the Germany that we all know and hate,
0: um, but I still think that's a decent side. A decent. Oh yeah, will always know, be a decent. Sign. Oh yeah, yeah. Germany, no matter what generation they are and what star players they have, yes, mm. they're gonna they're gonna fluctuate a little bit in terms of um, like abilities, but they're always always gonna give you a good game because of the just the competitive nature of the nation and the fact that they're always so like organized and efficient and stuff that uh, they're always gonna be a challenge. And you know, they beat. France, didn't they? I think did they? Oh, can't remember now. In the group stages, I'm a losing I can't track. Agree, um, let's just have a quick Google. But um, they, um, they, uh, they are a decent-ish team, I think. Obviously, the real, um, the real. Uh, no, France beat them. That's, that's good knowledge, well done, X. Um, <laughs> maybe it was, <laughs> maybe it was Portugal. Then was it Portugal? Quick Google that. Um, yeah, they beat those Portugal. I beat Portugal 4-2. That's right. I watched it. Yeah. I watched that game. Um yeah, um they uh they always a decent-ish team. You know, they got Muller, Arch, Nemesis, and obviously when he was clean through on goal. Oh, heart thought, in mouth, it, wasn't it? I, I thought it was it. Well mate, when when he when he'd hit it, I, I my head was in like my hands swearing. Um mm, and you mm. look up, you're like, Oh my god, he's missed it. And I don't know if you saw on Twitter, there's that I tweeted it a funny video of like one of those cameras watching the German fans, and they all they all think it in as well and it's just that every suit like if you focus on any individual there's about i don't know 500 in the picture but if you focus, focus on anyone every sort of one tells its own tale it's quite amusing but uh yeah it was um yeah it's just brilliant to be it's always good to beat germany and you know if the germans had beaten us on home soil again we never lived that down and yeah, it was a big result, big result. But, mate, I go back to that first game against Croatia. Now, I, I came out and I said I thought it was a good performance. That Southgate got it right. And not many people agreed. Many people were slaughtering him for it. But to win your first game, as comfortable as we did, against, again, to repeat it, the the old World Cup finalists that did give France a bit of a challenge. In the World Cup final, um, you know, it's it just almost gave us that reassurance that we've got the three points now and teams qualified on three points through through the group stages so it meant we could relax and obviously got the draw against Scotland wasn't the best performance but took us through and then beat Czech Republic, um, and it's just every game now, you know, the fact we're not conceding a goal, you can't lose, and I'm stating the obvious, but you can't lose a game if you don't concede a goal. Obviously, you can on penalties now, but you've got a good, good chance, and the fact we're that solid, you know, and you've got to think a bit like this as well. You've got your centre-back partnership is Maguire and Stones. You know, completely combined fee of those two i'm not saying that maybe the fees were right but the combined fees probably about 130 million 140 million there so you've got two very good center backs you know rice is valued at 100 million and then you like look at the likes going forward when you got like the fact that foden and Grealish and rashford and players like that don't even get don't really get off the bench does show the sort of quality that the England squad does have.
2: Yeah, it does. And I think Rio Ferdinand was right when he said that average performances are acceptable in the group stages if you qualify, because momentum becomes important when you get to knockout stages. And he's right, because that's when it really counts. Yeah. X, I've
0: got to ask you the big question. Is it coming home? As I said in a tweet about an hour ago, if I get anything wrong, even something like this wrong, um, or the lottery numbers wrong, or when the world's going to come to an end, or how the dinosaurs died, if I get the anything slightly wrong, then the trolls and the, the people on Facebook come out in force. Um, and so I don't want to be 100%, but I feel most confident about England now that I've ever felt. And bearing in mind, we've got semifinals before, the next stage would be to get to the final. I feel 80% confident that it's coming home. I do worry a little bit about Italy in yeah, the final, um, but I do feel 80%. I think home advantage is massive. I mm-hmm. think that will make a big difference against Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the players are playing with no fear. They feel like they're like immune to, to, to stress. Like, you know, again... I'd be a little bit subtle as to what I say, but I've had it back to me that certain players in the England squad just don't feel at all pressured by the games. They're enjoying it. They're loving life. And I think no one seems to have those kind of nerves and those pressure, you know, like when you had the teams, the golden generations of such under Ericsson and, uh, Capello and stuff that underachieved constantly. There was almost too much pressure on those players going into the tournament because we had, you know, Skulls and Gig, uh, not Gig, Skulls and Beckham and um, Lampard and Gerrard and Owen and Rooney and Fernand, Ashley Cole and every other player. So there was always that pressure because we had those um, star men. But I think there doesn't seem to be as much pressure. And also, what I think is important is that the players are spread out amongst different clubs. Before, it was always Liverpool, Manchester United, Chelsea. But now if you go through the team, you know, you've got an Everton goalkeeper, you've got Man City and a Man United centre-back, you've got a Chelsea right-back or an Atletico Madrid right-back. You know, you've got West Ham and Leeds. You've got Dortmund at the moment. You've got Tottenham. You know, you've got a whole range of Arsenal, if Saka's fit. Um, you know, you've got a whole range of clubs there. So I think it breaks up that kind of... Um, sort of clicks as such and it actually feels like a team rather mm. than a collection of good players mm, and I does. think that's crucial
2: yeah it does and you've only got to see the, the camaraderie off the pitch as well which is so important they seem to get on so well and I think the fact that they are similar ages really. Mm. I think Kane's the oldest we've got, but everyone else is a similar age. And I just think the the team spirit is crucial. And I think you've hit upon a really, really important point there because I think it was Joe yeah, Cole possibly yeah, went did, into yeah. detail on it. Um saying that you know you would always have your different tables, wouldn't you You'd have your main United tables, Liverpool tables, Chelsea tables mm. when it came to dinner, and no one really mixed, no yeah. one really spoke to each other. And that is just fucking yeah. cancer. For the development
0: of anything, I can't believe it was never um, picked I think, you up know, on though by a manager. It's got to be a fairly basic thing to realise. Yeah, you'd, mm. th- you'd have thought so. You'd have thought so.
2: And I think even we had it yes. at West Ham yeah. not too long ago, didn't we? I think with some of the yeah. French and yeah. Africans and, you know, and it's, and again, it's no coincidence that now we don't have those clicks. West Ham yeah. are doing very well. Um, so I think we're doing a, a lot right. And do you know what? Southgate for me, whilst the performances were questionable, I believe they were questionable in the group stages, um, he's kind of got on the same sort of level as David Moyes for me in a sense that he's impressed me enough now to just mm. trust his judgment. Like whatever team he puts out, if I look at a certain position and I think I don't agree with that, it won't give me the ump because I think there must be a good reason as to why yeah. Garris made that decision. He's sort of earned that respect from me now to say, do you know what, Gaffer, whatever you think's best... You go with it, and I'll trust it. And I'm I'm at that level with David Moyes at West Ham, so I'm probably a bit more than you. I'd say ninety percent. I I what I like about Southgate
0: to sort of build on that is just a very likable fella. Like he just seems seems like a a really nice guy that he's Mm. not. No, he's not got much of an ego. He just seems like he's got a lot of time. That he's got the right morals and ethics and stuff. And I know this sounds a little bit deep, but when you look at your national squad, you're looking at the, the the sort of generation that's going to aspire our children you know that that children look up to and when you've got people that weren't maybe the best role models you know i don't know sort of single people out but you talk like you john terry for example and you look at some of the other other players maybe i mean i don't want to be too harsh on john because you know we do have some connections to him and stuff and he but you know you look at the things that the sort of allegations there and then tony adams is a, a good fella but obviously during his career there was lots of sort of issues that he had to deal with again not always his fault but I think that every player rooney and he's granny preferences shall we say Um, like there was always those kind of (laughs) of (laughs) granny preferences so so diplomatic (laughs) Um, there was like always these kind of
2: That'd be a very, very interesting porn hub <laughs> yeah, exactly, history, wouldn't yeah. it?
0: <laughs> there's there's like there's there's so <laughs> many sort of scandals of the England team, really, and you know, Gaz had his you know, the list the list is endless, isn't it? Really? Mm. But you actually look mm, at this squad yeah. now and you've got you know Rashford doing what he's done for you know children that that weren't getting proper meals each day and you know sterling his story and some of the things that he's done and you know Declan's just a top bloke and they all just seem to be like decent fellas and obviously with the manager in place as well you want you want the future generation to look up to your your internationals and think actually they're they're good role models and I think this squad has that, you know, I think it, it really does. There's no one in that squad really, unless I'm missing something, you know, Greenish is diving, but then that's just part of football really, isn't it, now, as much as I mm. hate to say that, but there's nothing really that I can think, of. I know Pickford had a, I think he did have a fight in the town once or something, so yeah, there's the odd, yeah.
2: there's the odd incident, but nothing I mean, you can, nothing you can, like you it. You could let some of this go, because in the day they are still human beings, yeah. Yeah. unless it's scandal, mm. then it isn't an issue for me, because not only are they human beings, but they are, they're young men as well. And young men make mistakes. Fucking God knows I've made many in my life and I'm sure you have as well. So, Things like that and scuffles and stuff where they're going to be filmed, maybe not at their best. You can let that go. It's just, it's just scandals that affect their game and their respective clubs when it becomes an issue. And
0: you're, you're right, no, exactly. Really and it just and you know, it feels it just feels good. It just feels good at the moment. And I really don't. I really do hope it comes home. It's what it's what the nation needs, and it's it'd be so good. And and really, when you look at it, England has had one of the top leagues in the world for however long now, like it basically since the premier league era and it well will, it will beyond that probably because you know liverpool and even teams like notts forest were were european champions and stuff aston villa teams like that but i think i think it's time now that english football is up there in in the likes with the likes of france and italy and spain and germany and brazil and teams like that you know it shouldn't be that, that we haven't had this much success compared to them because in terms of the ability of the players Um, And the league that those players play in, they've got the very best. So it's just always been a case of not being able to be a team or other failures and stuff. So I think it is about time and I hope it happens. You know, we've waited many a year. Older generations have waited even longer, but uh, it would be nice. It would be nice if this decade, decade of the 2020s, saw West Ham and England actually achieving things. It'll be good 60 years after the last time that that happened. And they kind of go hand in hand, don't they? West Ham and England success. So so let's hope that this is the decade for it.
2: Yeah. Please, God. Fingers crossed. Apart from Harry Kane, if you could take just two players from the England side and give them oh, the West Ham. Good Am, question. I mean,
0: obviously, it would have been Harry Kane, but yeah, if it was two aside from him, um, it's, it, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? Because if I'm thinking in terms of pure entertainment and what I would like as a fan, it would be someone like maybe Greenish and Foden or Sancho and Foden, like the, the exciting players that are, are fun to watch. But if you think about West Ham's actual needs, um and we need a centre back, I think. So out of the two, I probably slightly prefer Maguire. I think. I think I do. Um, so possibly him. Um, obviously we've got Rice. I would have said Rice if we didn't. Um may, may, maybe. Yeah, maybe Foden, maybe, or Greenish, one of those two, just because I think we do need a perhaps a more creative midfielder, particularly if we don't sign Lingard. So I'm going to go with Foden because mm. he's younger and I think he's got a huge potential. Um, so I think I'll go Maguire yeah. and Foden. How about you?
2: Yeah. yeah, we agree on Foden. I would have gone with him. And again, this is purely based on what we need. I think, you know, his creativity and his potential... I think he could do wonders in the final third for mm. West Ham if we had him. Mm. So we agree on that. And to be honest, mate, you know, again, based on what we need, and you're right, we do
0: need a centre half. But when you look at how shit hot Luke, Shaw yeah, I did be. think about him. He, his name came into my head. Yeah, yeah, I think I might. Yeah, his name think, did know. come into my head. Don't get me wrong, and I thought, like I said, I thought he was a man of the match um, yesterday. Uh, yeah, he was brilliant. So yeah, although I just think we're slightly. Are we stronger at left back? I don't know. It's debatable whether we need a left back or a centre back more. But um, yeah, um, I think I think. I'm always a bit worried as well. Maybe this is a bit of pessimism, but I know, and I know he's shown no reason to think this, but when a player's had the severity of injury that Luke Shaw did, I mean, there was talk, I think at one point they might actually lose his leg. You know, it was that bad an injury. I know. Okay, yeah. um, I always think, and I hope it doesn't for him, but I always think at some point it will come back to, like, it will. there'll be a, like a, a, what's the word? Start again. Uh, not start again. A, Repercussion. That's not the word I'm thinking of. Relapse. Relapse. That's it, relapse. Um, of of that injury. Um, so that's my only f- slight fear of it. But um, uh, mm. there's something about Maguire that I quite like. I like the fact that he like not that I don't like Shaw, but I like the fact that Maguire was on um was on a uh, you know the no, I think it was the last euros he went to as a fan you know he was there in the crowd in the last euros you yeah, know he's playing that. in it and I like it I like the fact he just seems like a proper sort of lad and stuff I was him wasn't he? got in a bit of trouble in Mykonos last year but um yeah I, I like I just like the fact he's a bit of a lad he seems to be a good plays good in the air which I always want from my center back so yeah I think he'd just edge it for me, maybe. Mm, good on the ball as well. Yeah. I like the way he runs from
2: the defense yeah. as well and brings it into midfield. How- I like that. I don't think we've got enough ball playing centre halves in the Premier League, to be honest, no. not just the company apparently in general. He's a, so no he's a really good I lad
0: as well, apparently. So that's another factor. Is he?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Quality. Well, what better way to celebrate a semi than with some hardcore <laughs> fingering?
0: <laughs> well done, mate. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, you oh, agree. agree. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but of course, that can only mean one thing. It's time for July's Patreon giveaway, where the first prize is a retro West Ham shirt signed by Sir Jeff Hurst a £50 club voucher and a copy of the Goodbye ginger event that we did with a signed photo of the man himself. So, X, are you ready to I'm finger? I'm always
0: ready, mate. You know me.
2: Beggars. I oh, know. Silly <laughs> question. I, I, I exactly. need an answer to that. Beggars can't
0: be cheesers. I'm always ready. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right, mate. As you know, when I say stop, tell us who you've landed on, okay? Do yep. so you want to do third prize first uh, or first? Let's
0: go third. Let's build up the suspense.
2: Okay, so this is for the Goodbye Junior. Which arguably be the first photo.
0: prize because it's quality.
2: Oh, yeah, it is actually. Yeah, it's a really good yeah. prize, really good prize. And it's not out to the public. So this is an exclusive that you'll be receiving. And it probably never will be either. So well, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't think I've even ever
0: watched it myself, you know? I think well, I've seen highlights, but I don't think I've ever watched the full thing. you really fucking seen it, (laughs) I was there. Take my word on it. It is a very good event. I was I was there for the event. So I saw the event. I just haven't seen the DVD.
2: (laughs) Right, okay. So third prize, goodbye ginge event, signed photo of ginge.
0: Let's go. I've X. already been going. I've been fingering for a while now and talking. Right, okay. <laughs> um, multitasking.
1: <laughs> okay. Maybe not
0: giving it the, the dedication it needs. But I'm, I'm focused on it now. <laughs> okay. Stop. Okay. And the lucky person to have been mm. fingered by me is and, and it wasn't <laughs> sloppy seconds or thirds. You went first, and it is it is, uh, it is um, Flynn Forster. Flynn Forster, oh, nice no, bit of alliteration there, yeah. Flynn Forster, F L Y N N Forster, perfect. What Forster is in F O R S T
2: E R, yes, yeah, perfect, brilliant. Well done, Flynn. You'll enjoy that, mate. Okay, second prize, fifty-pound club voucher. Stop. Oh, good. I love it when I get names I can read. It's always a
0: bonus. <laughs> so, I always hope you get a name you can't. Yeah, I, find exactly. it so entertaining. <laughs> no, I can read this one and it's uh, Russell Webb. Brilliant. Russell Webb. Congratulations,
2: mate. £50 club voucher coming your way. So now the first prize, a West Ham
0: shirt signed by Sir Jeff Hurst. What, do we know what year that is, X? Um, well, it's the era that he was playing. So I think it might be like 1964 or so, that sort of era. Perfect. Okay,
2: good stuff. Okay, mate, you ready?
0: Yeah. Stop. Okay, and the winner of this is Sean Reedman. Sean Are you spelling the surname, mate? Um as in the things that grow in water and man, so R E E D. E <laughs> E D Um Reedman M-A-N excellent good stuff congratulations
2: sean congratulations to all three of you uh, we'll be in touch with you directly to get your address details to get those prizes out so well done and as always we'll be doing this competition every single month as we have done since patreon first started right okay let's get back to west ham shall we and let's have a chat with the man who knows To listen to the rest of this podcast, you need to be a patron of the West Ham Way. Becoming a patron couldn't be easier. Just visit www.patreon.com forward slash the West End Way and confirm your subscription to get full access to the West End Way podcast, our second weekly show called the West End Way podcast Extra Time, classic clips of audio and video interviews, exclusive news from X, match day team news before anyone else, an exclusive forum, live Q&As with myself and X, monthly prize draws, discounts on events and merchandise and behind the scenes content, all of which for just £5 a month.
1: It's Macy's Labor Day sale, so gear up as summer cools down with 30% off timeless looks from Levi's and specials like 30 to 50% off statement-making shoes for her and 60% off luggage from Samsonite & More. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and get an extra 20% off more great deals. Plus, Star Rewards members can earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Going on now. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Hey, Becky, do you like this beat? Mm, I'm into faster stuff lately, like Xfinity that gives me beyond-gig speeds. What about this, then? Powerful, just like Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary. Not guaranteed. Requires compatible Xfinity Gateway. Limited quantities available.
2: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan
0: Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.